Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And if the second day of May, the first training day of May, is any indication, the madness is not ending. Uh, we've got a, a down stock market again. Uh, we got gold and silver down. Matter of fact, gold, gold's down pretty big. We had a flash crash, uh, in Europe that really, uh, uh, led to all, you know, well, I shouldn't say led to, but it didn't help. It really led to, uh, people in Europe selling everything in just a, a matter of seconds. The indexes in Europe plunged as much as 8%, uh, calling it the Nordic flash crash, and that just uh, got everything on the wrong uh, on the wrong side of things. But listen, here's the problem. Uh, yep, we got liquidity issues, we've got debt issues, we've got inflation issues, and nobody, nobody has a solution to their fiat money debt problems it's just that simple uh and it's created a a really difficult market to deal in uh the the problem on the gold side on the silver side product every time the price goes down everybody buys it up and and we have product issues uh the problem on the paper side of things there's a lot more selling that needs to occur uh, before things get better, 800-951-0592. That's our toll-free number, allamericangold.com is the website. And it's already, listen, May got off of a, a tough start. I got a call early this morning uh, from Jason. Jason, we had some uh, issues at the radio station, and thankfully for us, all of our fail-safe worked properly, but we were off the air uh, for a little while this morning. Yeah, we had, I don't know when we went off the air, but uh, for somewhere maybe overnight. Uh, and then Kevin LaRusso, the uh, common nonsense show, he came in to do a show in the morning, and everything was off. So at uh, at six thirty in the morning, I got the emergency phone call, and I've been in emergency mode for about two and a half hours until until we got on the air. Because <laughs> because of course on top of that, there was other phone calls, Joe, that I was dealing with it, uh, leading right up to showtime. So I'm uh, I feel like I've worked a, a whole day of work already. <laughs> <laughs> it feels that way. By the way. Uh, Kevin LaRusso, I'm telling you right now, this show is getting better and better and better. Uh, if you haven't been tuning into that, check him out. He's doing a great job, uh, running the, the morning show. He's on the, the two hours, uh, before Jason and I kind of during that morning drive time. Uh, and, and he's doing a lot of great things. He's bringing a lot of great things to light out there. He's made a great addition. Uh, to what's happening and, and I don't even know where to start. Uh, there are so many things happening. Friday, uh, we had a, a another one of these Fridays. Uh, this was the second Friday in a row where we had big time selling, uh, on, on Wall Street. Uh, we're gonna give, this is one of these leading indicators of things getting rocky when you start having Almost uh, every day or every other day, huge moves. You know, 900,000 points down, 400, 500 points up, 700 points down. And then there's a, 
Uh, one day where it's kind of flat, then, then it's down another 800 points, then it's up 500, then it's down 1,000. Uh, but, but everything appears to be all the, all the important, uh, from, and this is all technical mumbo jumbo, cause I'll, I'll tell you right now, all of it's overbet, period. But important breakdowns happened in the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ, uh, from, you know, a quote unquote technical perspective. Jason, I think we're getting ready to see the next leg down here. On Wall Street, uh, I expect 10 to 20 percent uh, over the probably over the next five to six weeks. Uh, and then if the Fed does what we think, so we think we're going to get uh, a 50 basis point rate hike on Wednesday. I think that's done. That's guaranteed. Uh, I think that we're going to get ready for another 50 points in six weeks. Listen, they should be five point moves, but even the even just a Think about this. The Fed's funds rate, if they raise 50 points on Wednesday, which by all accounts, that's what they're going to do. The Fed funds rate still, Jason, isn't even at 1%. So this is hardly uh, inflationary fighting. But this is how bad things are. The dollar is at a 20-year high because everybody else, you know, you look at China's shutdown. Japan, they're done, right? Japan's currency is all but done. And then Europe, hey, we've got war on our doorstep. So I guess, you know, back to the, we've got the, the cleanest shirt in the dirty laundry pile, Jason. Yeah, you know, with that, that, that big Friday drop in the markets, uh, I think they were, uh, in America, I think they were getting ready to, hey, that's, you know, to buy the dip, I think was, was the way the market, because just a few minutes ago, the, uh, the Dow and the S&P were up coming into the show. And I think, uh, with all the turbulence in the European market show, I think, you know the uh-oh factor is happening because now the uh, the Dow and the S&P is down, and uh, uh, I who knows? I, sure, sure smells like uh, something bad's going to happen today too. I, I think the markets go down pretty it, hard. It, it could be another heavy down day. We'll see. Uh, we haven't seen uh, you know the the response right. The, you know we get some dead cat bounces, if you will. Uh, and again, right now everybody's selling everything. Uh, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, I think the one thing that that we really all can agree on, this thing, it, as soon as it breaks, how fast does the Fed go the other way? Take the radio news hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Take the radio news hour. Uh, we did get some ISM data out. That's, that's your uh, manufacturing uh, data as well as your service side data. You know, that's your, uh, the plumber and the AC repair guys, the carpet cleaners, uh, all of those things. Uh, it was ugly. Uh, the, the, the biggest issue that in there, two things, employment, the weakest going back to August. So and this is the thing. I, I think this is going to be, uh, the, the breaking point. Uh, as all of you know, I know a lot of small business owners, a lot. Part of it, the nature of the gold business. A lot of small business owners uh, uh, buy gold and silver uh, as a way of savings. And and so I know a lot. And I, last week I told you the bars and the restaurants took a big step back at the second half of April. Uh, I have a ton of guys uh, that I know that are in the car business, the used car sales. 
Uh, matter of fact, I was talking to one of them this weekend, and he wanted to know two things. How low is silver going to go? And when is business going to pick up? And, and what he said on his business side, he goes, here's the only calls we're getting. How much is my payment going to be? In other words, they'll have some vehicles advertised. Uh, they're, they're not haggling about the price. How much is my payment going to be? And and then, you know, well, it depends. What does your bank say, right? What's your credit score? What, you know, all, all of these factors. But uh, very, very slowing markets. And, and in that ISM survey, uh, Jason, it did reflect that employers now uh, have the hiring has slowed dramatically, and now we actually have companies talking layoffs. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's what we've been uh, uh, speculating and and and, and, and pro, uh, prognosticating, Joe. That this, this is market slowing down. You know, we. Yeah. Uh, you, you got the you got the Fed and the, the rock in the hard place, right? You know, uh, uh, raise rates and and uh, dump your balance sheet and uh, try to attack the inflation, or uh, well, just let the inflation go because the markets are. Or uh, we, we can't we can't crash Wall Street, right? We can't do that. We, we, then everything will go bad, and then here we are. If everything's going to go bad. If they do nothing, right? They're, they're, they can't go. They can't go in any direction, Joe. They can't stay still. They can't go forward. and They can't go backwards. So at some point, the market will and, just yeah, go away. And, and, and it's a horrible spot because not only was employment slow, but here's what they said about inflation: both the input cost and the selling price inflation surged even higher again. So, again, this is, you know, they keep trying to wait for uh, the peak inflationary cycle. And, and unfortunately, for that to happen, the whole thing's got to start falling apart. Now, in other news, in other news, this happened late Friday. Alliance Group. And, and again, this is somebody, most people, who? This is the largest insurer and, and they do insurance, uh, you know, in a lot of the uh, big products, oil and gas and, and things of this nature. So what they, what they do is they issue insurance for companies. So, you know, people get hurt on the job or, or, you know, uh, you know, something goes wrong and somebody dies. What, uh, that's what they do. They said on Friday, that they will no longer issue uh, any insurance or invest in any new oil and gas field uh, projects starting in 2023. They said that they will won't offer any new single site or standalone property insurance and or casualty insurance, and won't renew existing contracts. After July the 1st of 2023, and they're going to halt all new funding for exploration and development of new oil and natural gas fields. And this is the largest player in the market, Jason. Yeah, and everything is down today, but oil's not down that much. So uh, you might see the oil uh, go the other direction with this kind of news going out, uh, Joe. Well, and again, oil's down three bucks. Uh, the Dow is at the lows of the day right now, and it's still early. Uh, 32.8 gold. Uh, it's off the lows, but down significantly. You're down 50 bucks here at, at 18.60. Silver, well off. If so, silver got to $22 this morning. Right now at 
50. Uh, you know, going back, I was talking about the car guy, Ed, I was talking to. He's a big silver buyer. And he asked me, uh, what, what's going on? And of course, you know, and he's frustrated. He goes, why is silver shouldn't be down? Silver should be, you know, 30, 40, $50. And everyone knows, hey, it, it's, it's going to happen. And, and I said, hey, you know, we, we can't, I can't argue any of those points. Uh, but if you're looking at silver from a chart perspective, uh, I think the lowest it can go, uh, is $21. Uh, I don't know if we'll get there. It could be today. Uh, but, but silver's probably the most frustrating market in the world, uh, because of the, the lack of availability and then the premiums, uh, are absolutely through the roof, Jason. Yeah, that's right. And, and when, uh, when we go through this this uh, downward trend in the markets, which could, I mean, it's, it's been, it's, I've been saying calling it a market crash for the last year. It's just been moving sideways with inflation. But if we start seeing the markets going down, uh, this is a, this could be a massive market crash. And, and, and what happens, Joe, is you know, it doesn't matter what you own. There's guys that own a little bit of everything, right? And when uh, things start to go down, the panic selling starts, and, and and gold and silver will go down with everything else. But uh, for all the people that have been buying gold and silver, though, gold and silver will be the first ones that will stop going down. And then when people have all this cash, well, geez, there's still inflation, so the cash is no good. What do I put into? What is safe out there? And that's when it ends up all going into gold and silver, Joe. And, and when, I'll tell you right now, you know, uh, other and other times where there's markets going down steeply, uh, that's when gold and silver tends to to really spike high and, and move really fast. So uh, don't be too don't be too uh, fast into thinking that gold and silver is going to keep on going down, Joe, because it, it'll it'll go down if everything else is being sold off. But then it'll it'll bounce. Yeah, it, it's the you know if you want to use the dollar analogy, right? That the dollar is the best dirty shirt out there. Uh, well, gold's the best clean shirt out there. There's without a doubt. Uh, and again, I'm going to tell you right now, this market is going to look very different by October. Whatever you're going to do, do it before then. Uh, over the weekend, I saw where, uh, people are now warning about the food shortages and the huge food price increases, uh, that are going to be coming in six months. And I'm like, okay, let's see, May, June, July, August, September. Oh, just so happens to be October uh, and a lot of a lot of these things are starting to fall into place. Uh, I, I kind of liken it to is October when quote unquote the Fed breaks it, uh, and then of course at the same time uh, this is going to be uh, when the food shortages are hitting. And they were talking about the lack of fertilizer being used. That this is going to be 2022 could be the worst year for food production uh, in, in recent memories. You know, obviously compared to the population, the yields uh, may be the worst going back 20, 30, 40, even 50 years, Jason. And and this has a lot of people worried about, again, like I said, I, what is the Fed going to do with roaring inflation and, and, and us in the middle of, of, you know, let's call it the start of the recession, which I think is going to lead us into depression. Uh, and I think they're going to go Japan, which is up reverse course uh, and try to save things. And I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, a recession is uh, two down quarters uh, 
for GDP, is there, is there is depression considered a certain amount of quarters? I always forget how they classify depression when it comes to the markets. Is that more more quarters going down, like four quarters? How does that work? Yeah, so when, when you know, great point. Obviously, when uh, we're talking about recession, to Jason's point, that's two quarters of, of negative growth. So you look at where uh, we were uh in the first quarter, uh, the, the, we had a negative 1.4%, uh, GDP. If we got another negative number in the second quarter, that would, uh, determine the, to Jason's point, that is a recession. Two straight quarters of negative growth to actually become a, a depression. Uh, the, the long-term downturn in activity, uh, is more mattered by, uh, not necessarily the, the length of, hey, is it four quarters of economic growth of negative GDP? It's actually when they talk about, uh, GDP, uh, the decline in what they call real GDP of 10% or more. That classifies you as a depression. So go back to the financial crisis. They called it the Great Recession. We had multiple quarters of negative GDP growth, but we never got to that negative 10% number uh, early on. And, and, and they were talking about, oh, it was negative 2% or negative 3%. And then like four years later, they came out and said, okay, it was closer to, to 8% negative growth. Uh, and then the other factor, so there's, there, I guess there's two factors. Uh, if we get to negative 10% GDP growth, that, that makes the, the definition for a depression. The second, if you will, category is if we remain in negative growth for two straight years or longer. So either one of those two things, then it gets termed a depression, Jason. Got, got it. And I wanted to make that clear because, uh, you know, it's uh, do we do we have enough manufacturing and businesses in this country to have uh, that much negative growth? I mean, I know we have some big companies uh, that make a lot of money, but I mean, can we have a depression, Joe? I mean, is China kind of like the only country that can have a depression because they actually produce things? Well, I, I, you know what, I really think we could we could here have one only because of the the outrageous growth we had primarily last year with all of the monthly printing that we did. I mean, I want to say fourth quarter GDP last year was like 7%. So is it possible, say, that by, uh, let's just say the fourth quarter of this year, could we we meet that 10% criteria? It's possible just because of the huge money printing. But to your point, Jason, outside of that, it'd be very hard to do here outside of that because we don't manufacture. I would say then it's it's likely it could happen by the end of the year because if you have 7% of what I would call fake growth, you could easily lose the 7% and then another 3%, I guess, would put us in depression then. Yeah, and I, I think that's what we're going to see. I hate to say it. I, I want to be wrong on this. Uh, it's coming. There's no doubt in my mind it's coming. Uh, there's no way, you know, and again, when when you hear the Treasury Secretary use the words, oh, we got to get lucky. Okay, there's, it, Luck has nothing to do with this. 
They decided to go down the, the path of least resistance and, and said, you know what? We're just going to keep printing money to pretend everything's okay. You got, you know, I mean, let's face it. At one point, Wall Street got the, the Dow got the 36,000. I mean, when you look at April, the S&P's off to the worst start going back to World War II. This is how bad it is. Uh, it was down 5% in the month. The NASDAQ was down 8%. Uh, the Dow, you know, I guess was the best performing, but it's already, you know, at, at down 4,000 points, over 10% for the year. Uh, and, and Jason, again, I don't think people really understand how low uh, these markets can really go. I mean, you look at the NASDAQ, NASDAQ barely above 12,000 right now. Uh, and, and again, I don't, it's going to go back, uh, below 10,000 and, and potentially, I mean, could we see a NASDAQ at 4,000, 5,000? It's very possible. I think you're right, Joe. I think you're right. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little more on the other side of the halftime break. Stay with us. Patriot Trade News Hour will return. Hey, we're back. Patriot Radio News Hour 800. Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh Goldstown forty eight. I know Pico has it down less, but the price is what's important. Uh eighteen sixty three now. Uh silver uh down about forty five cents now, twenty two fifty five. So silver well off of its lows. Gold about a ten, ten bucks off of its lows. Uh the Dow uh is Right near its lows right now, down uh, over a hundred points. It's been close to down two hundred points after trying to rally early this morning. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I I don't like what I'm seeing inside of the markets. The internals uh, of of Wall Street right now are really really ugly. We've been watching uh, the advanced decline lines. Uh, an example right this second. There's 25 stocks that have hit a new 52-week high and 900 stocks that have hit a 52-week low. And and if if this is any indication, because it's still early in the day, for about the last four or five trading days, the new low, 52-week lows have been anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 a day. The new 52-week highs, the best number I saw was 53 in the last five trading sessions, Jason. So there's a lot. Of, you know, we look at the outside carnage, and it looks bad. Uh, April, to put it into context, there's only been four months worse than the April we just had, going back, Jason, all the way to 1973. Are you talking just the month of April specifically, Joe? Just the month of April yeah. specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually April, uh, that's uh, that's tax month, right? You know, you're people getting tax returns. Sometimes it's uh, it's a pretty good month for the markets because people are buying stuff. But I guess not this year, right, Joe? Yeah, and and uh, the Nasdaq uh, took a lot of bleeding. How about this one, diesel? We haven't done enough. You know, a good enough job talking about diesel prices have hit a new all time record high. Five thirty a gallon is the average price of diesel. That was up almost four percent in the week. Uh, it's really bad on the East Coast. Uh, supplies 
of diesel and jet fuel on the East Coast are at all-time record lows. Think about this. The price of diesel now is double what it was a year ago. And uh, the gas people are saying, by the way, uh, get ready. Gasoline prices are going to follow. Uh, even with, And really, think about this. Be thankful China's shut down right now. Be thankful 400 million people uh, aren't going to work in China right now. Otherwise, we'd probably be talking about gas and diesel prices hitting all-time highs. But as I was reading these reports over the weekend, they were talking about a refiners and how they're running at near capacity and that they, they, they've got to get maintenance done. They've got to, they've got to come offline at least for, uh, you know, a little while to get these things. And they're saying that no matter what happens, they expect gasoline prices to rise because of the refining issue. Uh, you throw China reopening on top of it. And again, it just put, it's just this horrible setup, uh, for the Federal Reserve, this terrible storm of, not only do they not want to fight inflation and being forced to fight it, but being having to raise these rates, the economy's already showing weakness and signs of slowing. And the problem is over the next 90 to 180 days, it looks like the inflation pressures are going to stay extremely high at a time when I know what, Jason, they're going to want to stop raising rates. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, the one, uh, what are we, about a week or two weeks for the the, the next uh, inflation numbers to come out? Do you think that's going to stay at their uh, their fake number of 8.5, or do you think that goes up, down? Do you think they uh, actually crested this thing, or where, where do you think the next number will be? I, I, think, I think the next number is going to be fairly close to what the current number, that 8.5% is. Uh, the, the problem with it is you did have, uh, gasoline prices, they fell out 20 cents. Not here in Arizona, but, but I think over, you know, throughout the country, uh, you had some easing of gas prices, but it's not because of anything they did. You know, they're going to try to say, oh, you know, the peak is in. Uh, it's not in. And I think this is going to be one of those lies that they like to tell each other, uh, you know, maybe to try to get Wall Street to rally a little bit, but, but, uh, I think no matter what, by the time we get that number, uh, Wall Street will get another one of these dead cat bounce rallies. Uh, on, on, you know, and think about this. Them saying somewhere around 8.5% inflation. Oh, you know, at least it wasn't 10. I mean, is that going to be their argument? <laughs> well, I guess my next question is if, if markets start crashing, let's say the Dow, which is flirting with 33,000, let's say the Dow is down to, I don't know, 20, 25,000, you know, it starts to really drop in the S&P and the NASDAQ do the same. Will that affect the inflation numbers going down because of selling off? Would that actually uh, change that, that number without, without having to raise the rates uh, extremely high? Well, you know what it's going to do. You know, when, when people see uh, markets like this, they get nervous, right? And it's human nature. I'm going to wait. I'm going to sit on my hands. I'm going to go to the sidelines. And and so all of a sudden, people that, as an example, people that could afford a new home, hey, you know what, I'm going to hold off right now. You know what, my portfolio just took a big hit. You know, uh, 
if you didn't have Joey as your guy uh, and you held on to Amazon during during earnings and you just lost 20%, right, that doesn't feel very good, right? Uh, so I think what you're going to see is people that could afford homes, people that could afford cars, uh, they start holding off. All of a sudden, maybe that vacation, hey, we're going to go spend, uh, you know, a week in Hawaii or we're going to go uh, on a 10 on a day cruise or maybe we're going to go to Europe or what, what have you. All of a sudden, they get scaled back. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to go on, but you know what? We're going to do a long weekend, right? I'm going to take Friday and Monday off and, and we're just going to go, uh, rent a hotel in San Diego. Uh, and, and call it good, right? We're not going to go on the big fancy, uh, vacation. And then uh, obviously for the other people, uh, the same thing, but, but maybe on a smaller scale, right? Their 401ks, uh, you know, they're in their sixties right now and they've had a good little run. They felt real good about it. Now they, these people are nervous. Hey, you know what? My portfolio, I've lost 10% of my money or 20% of my money, and I'm listening to Joe. I may lose 20% more. Uh, I'm going to scale things back. Uh, I think that's what's going to really cause the slowdown here. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Take the Radio News Hour. Uh, goes down 40 now, 1870. Uh, well, down 41. 1870, uh, silver now only down 34 cents, uh, 2270, uh, both now, uh, well off the lows. Uh, the Dow is still, uh, in negative territory here, down about 150 points. The S&P is down 13, uh, and the NASDAQ is, is dead flat right now. Uh, we got people listening all over. One of our, uh, great customers just checking in. He's in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. And, you know, you talk about cheap gas, you know, Louisiana, because the refiners are, are right there. They get some of the, the cheapest gas in the country. But he's telling me that they're out of gas, that right now uh, most of the gas stations in Shreveport only have premium. Uh, they don't have the, the, the lower grades of gasoline. Uh, one of the things he was saying in, in there is uh, he thinks that, uh, Europe's paid so much more that a lot of our refiners are shipping, you know, any quote unquote extra stuff out of the country because they can get more money for, uh, from it heading overseas. But, uh, this is a big problem. I know the East Coast is worse than the West Coast, uh, as far as supplies go, but I'm not shocked. We are in the shortages that we're going to see because of all of these things happening out there. I don't think uh, I'm obviously not doing a good enough job explaining it to everybody, but we'll watch it unfold together uh, and update me. Let me know where, you know, things like that that are happening where you're at. Send us an email, uh, double J at allamericangold.com or just go out to all American gold, click the contact button, send me an email. Uh, you can go to the radio station, you go to 1360s website, send an email there. We'll get it. And we'll, we'll share it with everybody out there. Uh, but, but, uh, just so you know, there is no special today. There is no special today. Uh, the, the wholesalers are essentially ignoring, uh, these price drops. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow, I do have this. I will say this. Silver buyers. 
be ready to buy tomorrow. Matter of fact, if you're smart, I, I'm not going to give you a price. I'm not going to give you anything. But uh, we're going to have half dollars and really nice half dollars uh, coming up on sale here. Uh, be ready for it tomorrow. If you want to call later this afternoon, uh, we may be able to give you a price. Uh, I, ju- I just uh, made a deal over the weekend uh, for multiple bags of silver. Uh, so so be ready for that. We're just not ready today. We're a little short staff. Arlene is off this week. Her, her son, one of her sons got married over the weekend. It was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, she has a lot of family in town, so it's just uh, Connie, Brittany, and I. Uh, we got to sort through it. We got to count it. We got to roll it. We got a lot of work to do. Uh, so, but be ready tomorrow. But as far as the the gold price goes, uh, the wholesalers at one point gold was down sixty dollars. Uh, the price was off ten bucks. That was the move. And now all of a sudden we got gold coming back here. Maybe they knew something I didn't. I don't know. Uh, but there is no special today. Uh, tomorrow, Jason, we will have uh, some silver available, assuming unless all of you call this afternoon and buy it all, hopefully we'll have some silver for tomorrow. Yeah, and depending on how far you get with it, uh, faking the truth, uh, Brian and myself, we may, uh, may may be able to run some silver the, at 3 o'clock today, uh, Colorado time. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I, I would think, yeah, hopefully for your show we'll be ready to do something. But you made a point, i got to say this, you said oil may go the other way, and at the point that when you said it, it was down three bucks. Uh, oil's down seventy-five cents, back to a hundred and four dollars. Uh, and, and again, this situation is not going. To, the gas diesel problem is not going away. Recession won't do it. It needs to be depression, Jason. Yeah, no matter how the emergencies are set up and how, uh, uh, who who perpetuates it, uh, there is things going on. There's there's this war that uh, it will, looks like it's just going to do nothing but get worse. Uh, hey, it was our Pentagon that told uh, Congress on March 1st before the State of the Union, hey, this is 10 to 20 years. Uh, so we're not even a year in. So what, what does that mean, Joe? How, how does this, it, yeah. how's this going to look better? It's just going to get worse, and, and that means – all this stuff is just going to get worse. The shortages on shelves, why do I feel like at the end of this year, middle of this year, end of this year, and next year, why do I have a feeling they're going to really scare us with a lot of empty shelves, Joe? And and uh, I think the issue in Shreveport will spread uh, where, hey, we only got the high-grade gasoline, right? You know, because that'll go, that'll go last, right? It'll be the unleaded gas first and the next one, then the highest grade and so on and so forth. Uh, and, and I want people to understand this. It's not like diesel and unleaded gas. It's not like the demand is like, oh, my gosh, we got 5% more demand this year or 10% more demand. No, oh, you can, okay, I can, I can understand that. We don't. Matter, the best we could say is, well, the, the average demand. Right, so so this indicates a couple things. Number one, it tells you the economy is not booming like they wanted us to believe. And then number two, uh, it says, wait a minute, we've got record high diesel price and pretty close to record high gasoline prices, and you're saying that demand is at best average, and it's actually a little below average demand. Uh, this is a big problem. This is why uh, I'm really thinking. Uh, it's going to get very, very, very ugly 
especially when we see the 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 air, the overvaluation, the bubble start bursting, and I have zero confidence that the Federal Reserve is going to be able to engineer any sort of soft landing at all. Yeah, I, I agree, Joe. I mean, yeah, and, and you know what? Gold's gold's trying to push back up too. It's, it's, it seems like a little bit of selling off in the markets maybe uh, transforms into a little bit of gold and silver buying. I wonder if I wonder if tomorrow's going to bounce back pretty hard, Joe. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I, you know what? It, it, it's something where it should, right? Obviously, logically, uh, gold is way oversold. Silver's way oversold, especially when you think, hey, demand's up thirty four percent. Uh, that that would make a lot of sense, but you know what? I have no faith in the paper market to begin with. Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment today, and uh, we don't have a, a special this morning. Uh, the wholesalers uh, is kind of what we've been seeing uh, anyway here, uh, kind of ignoring all the down moves. Uh, this afternoon, later this afternoon call us for silver specials i will try to have something ready for jason's show uh this afternoon and we'll have some silver hopefully left over for tomorrow uh, the 10-year note at three uh, percent right now it's at 299 uh it got to 2997 so let's call it three percent on a 10-year note uh and and again even if they're gonna if they're gonna say inflation's eight and a half and that's not me saying that's what they, and of course we know it's much higher than that. That means that 10 year note's gotta yield 10. Right? So this is how much work still has to be done for all those people out there that somehow think the Fed can fix it. Uh, it's not possible. And, and, and no amount of luck is going to make that happen. Uh, crude oil, 104.50 now, uh, down 20 cents. Uh, gold's off. I'm going to tell you $38. I think Hitco's got it down 23 Either way, eighteen seventy-three. Uh, silver now down, uh, just under 30 cents now, uh, twenty-two seventy-five. And the Dow is down a little over a hundred points, Jason. Hey, yeah, that's, that's no exactly right. That, no, I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, exactly, Joe. So I, we'll just see what happens the rest of today and then tomorrow, Joe. And, uh, you know, <laughs> So a lot of these markets are, are dropping in the afternoons lately, especially those Fridays. I mean, look at what happened. Big so. drops, big big drops. Uh, and then, and again, this is a lot of that's you know a lot of this is computer driven. Uh, so uh, technically speaking, you know when you when you see uh, especially the last week that we've seen, you would like to see some sort of a bounce. But again, if you go to last week uh, when we did get that bounce. What, what happened the very next day? The worst day yet happened. And that's kind of what's been happening. And it's really a shame because these companies are taking your 401k money, throwing it back in there, and then having to get clobbered uh, in, in, in a situation where I think it's, it's very clear, uh, no, matter what ha- no matter what happens, uh, the paper markets, which – uh, even by, if you want to believe all these people, they were telling you for years, oh yeah, I know these multiples are way too high, but, but it's because rates are zero. So we stand be. Remember the 10 year note at one point was yielding half of a percent. So now we're saying, hey, it's up to three. And let's face it, they're talking about 50 basis points, 50 basis points, 50 basis points. I just saw a headline saying the Fed's going to have to go 75 basis points, uh, after this one. 
uh, there's, you know, at four and five and six percent, uh, you're going to see a major, uh, crumbling of wealth. And again, remember what they need to do. They got to get rid of the wealth that they created. What's the best way to get rid of the wealth, Jason? Hit everybody's IRAs and 401ks, right? That that is that is right, Joe. That is right. So <laughs> we're gonna watch. I mean, uh, the half point. I, I just want to see when actually the the half point gets uh, added on this week and see where the markets. We could see a really t- tough week because uh, uh, this this doesn't look good. Joe. It depends this on the question, right? If, if Jay Powell comes out, uh, they do the half point, and he starts really talking tough, which I think they would love to get away with. Let's talk really tough. Grasp the markets harder, slow the economy down enough that we don't have to raise rates as high as everybody thinks. Uh, but you're right. It could set itself up for a really, really ugly week, without a doubt.